welcome to another Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall. All the best in Folk Roots Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, and artist interviews. On Folk Roots Radio, we're all about the music and the people that make it. Now we're giving most of this episode over to our conversation with Montreal Roots Blues singer-songwriter Rob Lutz about his latest album, Walk in the Dark, our favorite album of 2017. It's a great chat with Rob, and we also feature four tracks from the album. You can check out all our favorite albums of 2017 on two very special Best of the Year episodes of Folk Roots Radio on our website at folkrootsradio.com. And as always on Folk Roots Radio, we're also squeezing in more of the new Folk and Roots music we've received, starting off with this song. From the album Small Believer, this is Anna Tivill with Illinois. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm John Hall. Freedom 
child, where have you gone? Fled your warm house before the dawn. Follow temptations out the door and made it hard to miss you anymore. Found you alone, why this could be the mistakes you were making you couldn't see. She stole you away and steered you wrong. Oh, go home now, you've been gone for so long. Well, you lost your tongue in the mouth of an icy stream. Regretting the days you dared to dream. So many paths you could have chose. Now many doors are permanently closed. You betrayed those who called you brother All for pity lies in the thief of a lover I hope her love was worth it Cause you lost your spirit, I'll admit Never again will you taste the love of a genuine girl, God above The devil has your persuadable soul Cause you thought a woman would make you whole Well you had so much left to learn And now you're trapped in constant yearn Well you lost your tongue in the mouth of an icy stream Regretting the days you dared to dream So many paths you could have chose Now many doors are permanently closed You betrayed those who called you brother All for petty lies and the thief of a lover Release me, oh release me from this curse of mine Release me, oh, release me I know my crime And I have done my time Well, you lost your tongue in the mouth of an icy stream Regretting the days you dared to dream Oh, so many paths you could have chose Now many doors are permanently closed You betrayed those who called you brother All for petty lies and the thief of a lover
This is Phil Henry. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. Roots Radio. We started off the hour with up-and-coming Portland-based singer-songwriter Anna Tivill with the song Illinois from her wonderful 2017 album Small Believer. We'll definitely dip into that again on a future episode. We followed that with young singer-songwriter Dawson Rutledge from Cranbrook in British Columbia with his song Thief of a Lover from a very polished first full-length album Monsters. And finally, It's bluegrass girl Casey Groves from Lyons, Colorado, with the song Annabelle from her third solo album, Happy Little Trees. And in the background, it's fiddler and composer Dinah Maccabee, with film composer Mark Orton, with the tune Lancer Sweet from a collection of instrumental tracks from the musical Sweetland, which is all about the story of Scandinavian immigrants settling in the Midwest United States in the early part of the 20th century. Next up, Rob Lutz joins us to chat about his latest album, Walk in the Dark, our favorite album of 2017. But before we get there, from the new album, this is Rob Lutz with A Little Room. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. For you, I was only starting to find a little room. I can't even hold you with my eyes. I got no disguise. To ever get to a place. When you were on 
western ocean I turn things around and around You see I've been alone so long I can't take that rumbling sound Of the footsteps you make Because of ground smell of fear And those footsteps you make keep coming down A mile away from your house 23 and longing for your mouth Well I'm a million miles away from that now Well I was a child alone and free You were dark and sweet Western Ocean I turn things around and around You see I've been alone so long I can't take that rumbling sound The footsteps you made They cause a ground swell of fear They're like footsteps he made Coming down That's Montreal-based Blues Roots performer Rob Lutz with A Little Room from his fabulous new album, Walk in the Dark, featuring 12 Strong Originals, a couple of co-writes with award-winning Americana songwriter Dale Boyle, and a cover of John Prine's Rocky Mountain Time. The album finds Lutz, a Kerrville New Folk winner, a Maple Blues and Canadian Folk Music Awards nominee in fine form. And Rob Lutz, on tour in the Maritimes, is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. How are you doing, Rob? I'm doing great, Jen. Great to be with you. I'm so pleased to be able to do this interview because I, I've got to say I absolutely love this album from the first time I listened to it. I realized that this is something special, and I want to start off by asking you whether it's felt like that from the time you started on it. Uh, no, it didn't, actually. I mean... I thought there could be something special. Uh, when I was going around to the musicians and rehearsing them on the tunes, which I do 
usually I, you know, they don't always know the songs that well, so I like to go around and literally visit them one by one and play through the tunes. And I had a couple of them comment to me that they thought this could be a really special record. And I was, you know, but you're always going in, you don't want to, you want to set the expectation bar low, I find, because then you, you know, you can, it's a little freer to create in that sense, you're not feeling some kind of pressure to do this or that. But I, but I didn't know that I assembled the right, the right team. I have uh, the engineer uh, who co-produced this album with me. is named Rob Heaney, and he's a legend in Quebec, a little bit known in the rest of Canada and the States. But I knew that he'd capture the right, the right sounds for this, uh, this kind of music and this kind of vibe. And then um, we did it over basically over three days with a couple extra things done later. And I kind of knew when we did the sessions that there was something special happening because the performances that people were bringing uh, were so great, and I just I got excited at that point. Well, that, that's certainly one of the things that struck me. I mean, this is not the, the first time that you've been lauded for your, your music. I mentioned you're a Kerrville New Folk winner. You've been nominated for Maple Blues and Canadian Folk Music Awards. But you also have a knack, I think, of bringing a great group of songs together, and I wanted to ask you about how long it took you to actually find the songs to put on this album. It's an interesting question, because uh, this one, more than any other... I was writing right up until, uh, you know, in the studio and tweaking things uh, in subsequent versions of vocals. I mean, most of these vocals were done like in the ghost tracks, but a couple of them were, were, were tweaked, and some of the reasons they were tweaked was to change a couple lines, you know. So I, I'd say this one I was most, more writing right up to the moment than uh, in a lot of other ones. I did have some songs that were completely finished, but uh, the song Walk in the Dark, for example, uh, the title track, I was writing that one uh, furiously, uh, you know, in the week before going into the studio. And I knew it was going to be something special. And I didn't want to stop short of getting to where I wanted to get it to. And so I knew I needed to spend more time. Sometimes that's the equation. You just need to spend more time. And that one I actually co-wrote with my wife. I mean, I'd kind of written the song, but I was just struggling getting the final pieces in place. And so I went to her, and she's co-written four or five songs with me. She's a writer, and uh, she's got a great mind. And I just kind of banged lines off her, and she made a few suggestions and literally finished it in the last week. So, so this one was really pretty fresh going in. Now, one of the things I love is, is your writing style. I mean, you, you know, the lyrics of every song on this album draw you in, and I just wonder whether that's something that has been with you all the time through your career or whether it's something that you're getting easier and more comfortable with as time goes on. I think I'm definitely improving, you know, but, uh, but you know, I think when I go back and I still play a lot of tunes from my earlier albums live and get requests for them all the time, and I think a lot of them stand up to the scrutiny that I would put these to, but I think, uh, yeah, I think in some ways, I don't know, there's a certain magic, you know, that happens somewhere for me when I'm writing where it's between the literal and uh, a story that someone can follow and the, the image and the, and the metaphor where someone can take it somewhere else and where you the two meet and kind of blend into something that's cohesive as a song and has a sort of a narrative, but also has a has something slightly bigger, you know. And that's what I like in songs. When I listen to a song in a line, and I can I know exactly what's being said, but I can I can I can take it a little somewhere else, you know. And anyway, so that that's kind of where I like to go, and or I feel naturally that I like to go. And uh, yeah, I think that this album I'm I'm proud of the writing on this. I think there's some great uh, great stuff on here, you know. The, I'm just looking at it from my own. I put some work in, and I'm, I'm happy with what came out, yeah. And I think the album itself, I think you, what, was it three days in the studio, just? Yeah, 
three days in the studio, and then, like I said, we had a couple of overdubs to do, uh, you know, a couple of vocal overdubs. I had a guest, uh, Josephine von Sukhanoff, sang backup on Walk in the Dark. Ian Kelly, who's a very well-known Quebec artist, uh, did the backups in Whistling Past the Graveyard. So a few little pieces to add, but the, the, the lion's share of this album was done in three days in January, because I was leaving on tour at the uh, January 31st, so we had a sort of a, a deadline. And a lot of the people you work with are people that you regularly work with. Like, I mean, Rob McDonald, uh, he regularly performs with you on tour when you play as a uh-huh. duo, right? Yes, yeah. He's been, we've been playing together since 97, I think. Uh, uh, off and on, you know, and I do some solo. He works with other people, but we've been a duo for a long time. And, uh, yeah, his work on this album, I think, is exceptional. The sound of the electric guitar. What's interesting about him is that he was in Mexico, and he only arrived back the day before his session. And he hadn't been playing guitar. He was traveling with his son. I know Rob well enough. He's a, he's really a brilliant, brilliant musician, and he has he thinks great music. And I knew that he would come in full of ideas and um, sort of separated from you know the normal playing that he would do, which would be blues and whatever. So he came into the studio for this session, and he you know just laid down so many really cool ideas. Uh, and I I just think that he was dying to play. And he yeah, it was a really a special session when he came in. And tell us about some of the other people on the album. Well, I have uh, Andrew Horton on bass, a phenomenal bass player here. He plays with uh, Notre Dame de Grasse. He plays with Katie Moore, and he also plays with the Montreal Symphony. He's uh, you know, a very versatile player. Um, Mark Nelson on drums was on my last album, uh, a fine, fine player, a jazz player, but, but really understands roots and pop really well. Bob Stagg, again, another, I hate to I overuse the word legend, but in Quebec, blues and roots, he really is. He's a... Uh, He's a guy who's played with many, many people over the years. Uh, you know, he's in Steve Hill's band for years. He toured with Charlie Major back in the early 90s. And and so he's contributed a lot. Of Guy Boulanger uh, had some harp on this album, a song inspired by James Cotton. I thought I wanted to have uh, some harp on it, and there was no one else. He's been a friend for a long time. He came in and put down some beautiful stuff. And another guy, Joe Grass, brought mandolin. I had a couple songs I wanted mandolin on. And Joe is uh, really well-known, again, in Quebec. He plays with the Barr Brothers. He plays with Patrick Watson. And, uh, again, he's from New Brunswick, where I'm from, and called him in. So it was kind of like an all-star team for me. Like, I was, uh, everyone I asked said yes, and I kind of, everyone that I wanted to uh, to have on it uh, was there. So it was, a, it was kind of special that way. And, you know, one of the things I love is just that, that there is so much room for the, the music. You know, that that's one of the things that, to me, is a, a hallmark of a really good album where the different instruments get room and space to to, to breathe, you know, at the same time as uh, your own wonderful lyric. Well, that's that's Rob Heaney. That's, uh, I mean, I've worked with some great engineers over the years, and, uh, and they're all great. Rob has a special ability where you feel there's, there's space in these songs, you know? You put it on and you feel there's no clutter and there's not, things aren't bumping into each other. There's, and that's a real hallmark of his, his work. He's got a special ability to do that, so he definitely brought that to the table. I'm grateful for, him, for that. And a lot of opportunity for you to, to demonstrate your own fine fingerstyle work. I know that's one of the best things about seeing you live is when you do some uh, wonderful fingerstyle guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he, uh, I, there's definitely a bit of that on here, and he, it's mixed in in a way that it's there, but it's not, you know, you get a, a nice taste of it, but it's not, uh, it's not uh, you know, in your face the whole time. It's, it's, kind of, it, it's very nicely woven into the texture of the whole record. So we started off with A Little Room, uh, which is actually the first track on the album. I know when we were talking just before we came to air, you were telling me that that's been a very popular track uh, since the album was um, released. Uh, tell us a little bit about that one. 
Um, that one is um, kind of a, I call it an unloved song. It's one of those songs where, you know, you know, I always, I think of it as like an absence doesn't always make the heart grow fonder. It's like sometimes when someone leaves your life, you feel a space that you didn't have before and then, and, and you try to find parts of yourself that you may have, have put aside or forgotten about because this, this person or this, you know, was taking up a lot of, um, of your energy. And so, uh, that song is kind of an expression of that, 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 uh, occurred to me at one point in my life. And, um, I had a little raw recording of it, but not, hadn't finished the song. And I, and, uh, my wife, Monique actually said, you have to finish that song for this record. You have to. And so <laughs> I went <laughs> and put in the work and, and, uh, and that's what came out. Do you find it hard to, to decide the sequence for an album? I think this is number seven, isn't it? Of the, yeah, number yeah. seven. Well, number eight, if you count the Sussex album. Yeah, I, I do struggle at times with the sequence, and um, on this album, I actually um, worked it to the very last minute. The mastering engineer was in there, and I had most of it, but I didn't have the lead track, and I originally had Walk in the Dark was going to be my lead track on this record, but it's not really indicative of uh, an outlier, I find. Well, what I'd like to do is to take a break with another track from the album, and i got to be honest, deciding what to play when we were doing this interview was really hard because I absolutely love every track, and it's interesting when we're talking about sequencing because there are several tracks that I thought, oh, yeah, they could eat, they would be great tracks to lead off, but I think that's just an indication that this is just a really strong album. The track I would like to play is Believe in Something, which is a, is a really great song. Tell us a little bit about that one. Uh, that song uh, I wrote, uh, or I began to write during the sessions uh, for Suffolk, and uh, I was trying to write for that kind of thing, but it didn't really fit. And uh, but but someone has described it as country jazz, and uh, I just kind of had this little little progression that I kind of thought really jumped and, and kind of moved, and uh, and it's kind of about um, you know trying to stay present and not to uh, you know put too much faith in in things that that uh, pull you out of where you actually are. And uh, that's what I tried to sort of convey in that song. Now, you've mentioned Sussex a couple of times. For our listeners, do you want to just talk a little bit about that project? Because that's a little different. I think that's you and Michael Emenu, right, that are working right. together on that project? Yeah, Sussex was a project that I developed with uh, a friend, Michael Emenu. Uh, we both grew up together in the town where I am right now, Rosse, New Brunswick. And uh, Michael was a vibraphonist, percussionist, and he went and uh, did a jazz degree at McGill, and then traveled the world and uh, went to lived in Tokyo, lived in San Francisco, lived in Paris, and we kept in touch a little bit because I toured in Europe and I would see him over there. And then uh, he moved back to Montreal in 2012, I guess, or 11, and uh, we started playing together. And we developed this kind of guitar, acoustic guitar, fingerstyle, vibraphone duet, and then made this record with a bunch of uh, Montreal jazz players. And uh, it's a cool record. Parade Days did quite well, and uh, we we still play together. We still tour and. We've got some shows coming up, so it's, uh, it's an ongoing thing. Let's take a break with Believe in Something. This is Rob Lutz with Believe in Something from his fabulous new album, Walk in the Dark. And you're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Somewhere out in time 
That's Rob Lutz with Believe in Something from his great new album, Walk in the Dark. Rob's our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. He's actually down in New Brunswick on tour, the start of a tour that I think heads to the Maritimes and then out to Quebec. But before we talk about touring and the live experience, Rob, I'd like just to, to wind things back and talk a little bit about how you got started in music, because after seven albums, you're producing some fabulous music, and I'm always interested to know how people got their start. I got my start as a child, uh, you know, like about two miles from where I am, in this, uh, where we grew up here on, in, a, in a little town called East Riverside, right near Rossay. And uh, I have five older siblings who were um, really into music, and my mother was a music teacher. And, and uh, my siblings were much older than me, and so they, when they grew up, they would go to school, and uh, I would stay home, and, and I had access to their record player in the basement, and so they had all these 45s and records, and I can remember as a kid just diving into their music and listening to like the Bee Gees and the like, best of Bee Gees from the 60s, that one, or the Three Dog Night, and, and uh, Joni Mitchell and some of the 70s singer-songwriters, <clears throat> and uh, I just fell in love with music, and um, you know, I have recordings of myself as a five-year-old singing along with records. 
I used to be able to tape myself when the record was playing, and I figured out the technology to do that. And so I, I got into it pretty heavily at that point. And by 12, I uh, was playing guitar, and I was fortunate to have a bunch of friends, and we formed a band. And we used to perform to the school here um, in my, my hometown. And, uh, and then it becomes one of these things, you know, where you either continue to do it or you don't. And uh, I didn't set out to have a music career. It was not my intention but I just kept gigging and playing, and I was so fascinated with writing songs. It just was something that was in me, and I needed to do it. And so I continued to do it and played my songs, and they got some recognition and sort of... Uh, I never had any big, quote-unquote, big break. I mean, I don't know that that even exists to such an extent nowadays, but but uh, I just continued to write and um, release. And slowly over time, people got to know my music and... Uh, and so it really happened like that. And I worked at other jobs during the time. I've been doing music full time for over 10 years now. But I worked, uh, you know, as a writer at a publishing company for 10 years. I worked at the National Film Board. I did other gigs. I still do freelance writing gigs, you know, but, but music's the primary thing. And it's something I'll always do because, because I love it, you know. And, that, and that's kind of a comforting in a way, you know, because, I know that no matter what happens, I'm just going to continue to write and release records. And, and, and I'm not, I am concerned with the re- results. I do need to make money. And I do need a career of sorts, but, but the, the activity never diminishes in, in, in its enjoyment for me. So that's really a nice thing. So do you find that, you know, the, one of the interesting things about making music is the fact that the time it takes from actually deciding that you want to make an album to actually releasing that album Often by the time you get to the end of that period of time, you're almost feeling like, well, I need to start thinking about doing something else. Do you find that something that I know it can bother other people? I just wonder whether it bothers oh, yeah. you. Oh, absolutely. I, you know, I quit the music business 10 times making this record, you know, I mean, like sort of facetiously, but yeah, you get set up and it's such a lot of work, you know, and uh, to get it done and to get it done correctly, you know, you can do it, you know, you can do something that's, that's maybe not going to live up to your standards, but I'm a bit of... I have a pretty high standards for myself. I just try to, I want to release something that I, I want people to get in their car and put it in, and I want it to sound good, and I want them to get something out of the recording. So, yeah, no, I, it is a lot of work. But you know what's funny is the weird, we have this, this little ability in our brain to forget. And I mean, I'm sure that everyone has it in a different realm of life where it's like childbirth, you know? I mean, I'm not likening the two, and that may be a bad metaphor, <laughs> but this ability to forget how hard something was to do, and I'm believe me, I'm not comparing the two, but in the sense that we can go through something very difficult and um, the results are worth it, you know, and, and you want to go back and do that again. And that's kind of what, what, um, what I think making records is like for a lot of people because, yeah, it's, it's hard work. I wanted to talk about the, the couple of co-writes on here because you've got two co-writes with Dale Boyle, acclaimed Americana songwriter. Uh, I'm curious as to, you know, you have, I think, what, nine, ten originals on here plus the, the co-writes. I'm curious as to when you end up in a situation like that, is it just you need something more that you want to talk to someone else? Or is it more of actually sitting down with someone and saying, hey, let's write a song together? In uh, there's both cases on this record. In Rabbit, uh, I had the song musically, like the music's all mine on that one, but the lyric I was struggling with because I had this thing running like a rabbit. And, and then it's kind of like, where does this go? You know, and so... Um, you know, Dale came over one day and we were talking, and I don't know if it was him or me, but in our discussion with this song, because I, I, I kind of was at my wit's end with it, and we came up with this idea of, well, what if it was, you know, we had a series of, of animals, you know, and relating that to humanity and kind of like, uh, you know, from the stage, I say it's kind of like Doc Watson meets Watership Down, or for the kids out there, meets Paw Patrol, you know, 
it's like the animal world, but viewed, you know, in human terms, or the human world viewed in animal terms, I should say. Um, so, yeah, that was one where I brought it in. So we worked through it, and it took us like half a day, or no, it took us a few hours to come up with the, um, the rest of it. And with a little bit of tweaking, that was finished. With the other one, uh, which is Whistling Past the Graveyard, Dale came over to my house, and we were going to write a song together, and he came with this idea, with this little... Uh, musical idea for this song, Whistling Past the Graveyard. And what's funny about it, we've written a bunch of songs together. And this one where we worked a little bit on it and you kind of left it, but I became obsessed with it. And so I can remember finishing that song and just working on it and calling Dale and saying, hey, what about this? Try, how about this? How about this? And and uh, that's how that one got finished. So it happens in all different different ways. But, but Dale's a, a great writer and he's a guy I trust. Like I, I really trust his vision of songs. And so... When he tells me something works or doesn't work, I more or less uh, believe what he says, and that's really important. Let's play Rabbit just now. This is Rob Lutz with Rabbit from his fabulous new album, Walk in the Dark. And you're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Running like a rabbit from a hedge to a hole your soul Diving in a burrow, lying in a furrow All I want to do is hide Flitting and flying like a moth to a fire Flapping beneath fog of unremitting desire I never see the quiet on my diet of flickers and flames Ain't it funny this life Chase the shadows till we're almost blind Crawling like a rat, trying to get out of a maze Get a sniff of liberation, but it never stays I hit this lever, cure my fever, till it comes round again Life is free We dam it up with everything we find Never stop to question, I'm not allowed to fail This just pride keeps me tied like a dog on a chain Oh, ain't life funny, it comes for free But we will not let it be We float down river Just so shadows to all 
That's Rob Lutz with the song Rabbit from his great new album, Walk in the Dark. Rob's our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. He's actually on tour down in New Brunswick, which if you've been listening to this interview, you'll know is close to, to where he grew up. And I want to talk about the live experience, Rob, because I know that you uh, perform both uh, solo and as a duo and then occasionally as a band. And it's always good to, to learn more about the live um, experience from your point of view. Yeah, I, I, I'm doing um, this tour, I'm doing solo. Um, I, you know, I played the uh, last couple weeks, played with the band. It, it really is a situational thing, but um, but I, they, they all offer different uh, things to me. So the majority of the work I do, or you know, 50% of it now, is solo. And uh, then I work in a duel with Rob McDonald and, and the band, as you say. And, and the solo show, you know, is a lot about the songwriting. It's a lot about the songs and the fingerstyle guitar and the voice and it's kind of uh it's an intimate experience but i i also like to have a conversation with with the audience and really talk about the songs and and engage with them and i always get something different from every audience so i really like to have have a really sort of a pretty open kind of um exchange really and uh and i find that really works with rob mcdonald it goes to a different place because rob is a, is a virtuoso he's a phenomenal uh guitar player all all guitars and so that becomes, you know, it's still about the songs, but it also becomes about this instrumental uh, prowess. And, and we do some, some picking and some playing together that's pretty impressive, and, and uh, that's another element that's added. And then when I play with the band, um, you know, it becomes uh, really uh, in, in a sort of an exchange because I've learned through years that, you know, it's not me up there doing my songs with a band back behind me. It's got to be more of an, of an interaction between the band members and... Um, and so that that's where the magic kind of happens for me in the band. So I don't have to do quite as much, you know, instrumentally, um, and I can lean back on them. And I have phenomenal players, and they and they and they can bring so much different things to the table that it becomes a, a fun thing for the audience too. What do you think the the future is going to bring? I mean, it, obviously you've released a fabulous album. I really will be keeping my fingers crossed that this album will do really well at awards time. You mentioned that, you know, this is your career. I mean, is it a case of, you know, you work on an album, you tour that album, and then you, you know, you come back and, and start all over again? Yeah, I mean, you know, roughly speaking, you know, that's kind of how it works. I'm hoping this record has a, a nice long life, um, but there is a certain amount of time after which, you know, it becomes an old album. And um, and so, you know, we'll see what happens with awards and whatnot, but it's, so far the reaction's been really strong, but... But in the end, yeah, I mean, and it's time, you know, at some point to make another record. And, and honestly, that's good because, you know, these songs, you, you play them and you tour them and they'll stay in your repertoire for years. But it's nice to just build and continue to put new things out there. And so I'm, I'm already kind of assembling a group of songs for another album, um, you know, within, you know, I don't know, the next year or something, I'll be doing something. And so I'm, I'm putting that together now and, and that's, the nature of the beast, but I also think it's good because, you know, you got to keep writing. You can sit and just listen to your own record, you know, and it's like, yeah, I wrote those songs, but you got to keep writing new ones, so i gotta, I got to get, get, get busy at that. Well, it's been great to talk to you today. If people want to learn more about your music, how can they do that? Um, the best place is to go to roblutes.com. It's R-O-B-L-U-T-E-S.com. And uh, there they can, you know, I have a fair bit of information up there, but if anyone has any questions, I mean, I have a contact uh, email and um, you're free free to email me. People ask me chords and you know all comments and all kinds of things. And so feel free to engage that way. 
And um, yeah, and, and uh, let me know if uh, if you want to buy a record. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all. Let me know if you want to buy a record. It's been absolutely <laughs> fabulous to talk to you today. I certainly will keep my fingers crossed for good things for this album. Just one more thing to do, and that's pick the final track to play. And I thought it should be the title track, which is an absolutely, absolutely fabulous song. Just talk a little bit about that, and then I'm going to have you introduce it. Okay. Um, yeah, Walk in the Dark was uh, a song that I, I started writing on stage one night. I just had this progression, and uh, the idea and the idea is about when you, um, when I was a kid in this little town, we used to have a lot of house parties, and you go to a house party, and people would be drinking and smoking back then, and partying, and da da da, and the lights were on, and music and loud, and usually these parties would be. I lived in a kind of an area where I was home, and so I would leave the party and it was, I always just remember this feeling when you left this noisy, noisy environment where you're having fun, maybe you get outside and it's calm, and it's cool and that walk, you know, is kind of a, like a, a, a place where you sort of reflect on everything and so the, the seed of idea was about this kind of, this kind of experience that I had and then, you know, it became this kind of thing about that life really is, this walk in the dark, and, and what is what does the future hold? We don't know. You know, and the, that famous line, I can predict the future, the future is unpredictable. And so that's kind of what it's about, but you need to find the things in your life that make it rewarding day by day and, and, and sort of forget about the grand plan sometimes. And that's a great way to finish this interview. Well, good. Well, it's been a pleasure. I thank you very much, Jan, for having me. This is Rob Lutz and the title track from the fabulous album Walk in the Dark, and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio. And I'm Jan Hall.
This is Dale Butler. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. That's Rob Lutz with the title track from his latest album, Walk in the Dark, our favorite album of 2017. And you can check out all our favorite albums of 2017 on two very special best of the year episodes of Folk Roots Radio on our website at folkrootsradio.com. And we'll leave you this hour with Virginia native Janie Burnett and her band Blue Room with the song Walk It Out of You from her great new album You See This River. You can check out the playlist for this episode and listen to previous episodes of Folk Roots Radio via your chosen platform on our website at folkrootsradio.com. And thanks again to all of our radio partners who help bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. You can find me on Facebook at Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall and on Twitter at Folk Roots Radio. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. We'll see you next time. Some days it makes sense that we're apart Some days I just lay around in bed I know you've had my number from the start Long before the ruins in my head I've answered the pain I was meant to teach Bristle half the lies sounding true Drops of water just outside of Inside my head is rotted through, rotted through. So I'm walking out to you, rotted through, rotted through. So I'm walking out to you.
with three.